Jumper is no good. Rebound Hawkins. Gets it to Frazier. 18 seconds left. Shot clock is off. The Illini fans are here on their feet. Trent Frazier pumping his fist. He comes up with 29 points tonight. The Illini are going to dribble this one out. They had a big-time scare from the Huskers. But Trent Frazier and Omar Payne to the bench lead the way down the stretch. And the Illini get out of Lincoln by 10 with a win. 81-71 over Nebraska. They're never easy in the Big Ten. Maybe occasionally, but not tonight for the Illini. But they're tough enough. Make shots in the big time. Some guys off the bench step up huge. We'll get into that all along the way here on the Fasters, etc. Post game show, News Talk 1493.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Evan Kahn with you, Dave Leak, answering your phone calls behind the scenes. And tonight we are joined by Mike Latula making his post-game debut, and we're about to get his first rapid reaction. Brought to you by Kozad Asset Management for half a century. They've been a part of every one of our Illini football and basketball post-game shows. Kozad Asset Management, striving to serve financial needs and build lasting relationships with clients. Good evening, Mike. Uh, thought for a, a second you might get to see the, the, the little bit of crazy side that we get to these post-game shows, but... The Illini, they just have enough veterans, and they've been through these kinds of situations enough that I don't panic, they didn't panic, and they come away with a double-digit win. Well, I think in order to cut the head off of the snake, you're going to have to beat this team and beat this team badly and not have them stick around in these games. And that's what we talked about in the Maryland game, especially you gotta you got to play this team for a full 40 minutes, and this wasn't Illinois' best performance tonight, but we talked about earlier – you know, in the pregame show, if you're going to win the Big Ten, these are the games that you have to show up in and win uh, because you can't, you're going to get up for Purdue. You're going to get up for Michigan State. You're going to get up for Michigan on Friday. But these games in Lincoln, Nebraska on a Tuesday night, that's when you really figure out what you have. And just beyond the, the play of Trent Frazier is seeing Omar Payne and Coleman Hawkins step up in those moments. So that was, was my biggest takeaway is, hey, what is this team going to look like when, when the chips are down? And and you're in, like I said, it's it's a weird night in Lincoln, and they get hot early. And I th- I thought their response was fantastic, especially in the, I guess in the last five minutes of that game. It wasn't pretty, but the Illini five and zero for the first time since that magical 04-05 season. Fasteners, etc. Post game show. You're next. The fan line two one seven three five six nine three nine seven, or send us a text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line two one seven three five one five three five seven. You're up next. Trent Meacham from Cozad Asset Management and Jay Downey from the Downey Group. Championship teams are strategic on offense and strong on defense. This is our game plan for your financial future. Grow your wealth using personalized investment strategies with Cozad Asset Management. Protect your wealth through industry-leading life, disability, and long-term care insurance services with the Downey Group. The Cozad Downey Alliance creates a team you can trust with your financial future. We've partnered together to serve individuals, multi-generational families, and businesses in this community for all of their financial planning needs. Are you positioned to experience financial growth? Are the futures of your family and business secure with proper insurance protection? Grow with Cozad, protect with Downey. It's time to plan your winning game. 
Call me today at 356-8363 to get started. Securities offered through M Holding Securities, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA and SIPC. COZAD Investment Advisory Services offered through COZAD Asset Management, Inc. COZAD Asset Management and the Downey Group, Inc. are independently owned and operated. This run brought to you by Trent Frazier. The following program is an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS, along with Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS, Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations. Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400 at 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Now it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Fasteners Etc., your partner in inventory management. Call us with your thoughts, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-351. Five three five seven. Now, the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show with your host Evan Kahn and Mike Latula. Jumping in for the rebound is Pajimski in the orange up the left side with the left hand. Now to Grandison inside it covered for the slam dunk. Got away from Walker who lost him, spun him around like a top. And a slam dunk for Kofi. They've tightened it up defensively. Now a steal taken away by Frazier from Webster, and he lays it up and in. Boy, he stepped right in front of the pass to Kobe Webster. Frazier with the steal and the lay-in at the other end. There's a little bit from Kofi Coburn, who finishes with another double-double, 16-13. and 13. And Trent Frazier, who just kind of had a Trent Frazier type of game. 29 points, 5 dimes, and... Four steals, including that one right there, as the Illini win it by 10 over Nebraska. Fasteners, etc. Post game show. Evan Kahn, Mike LaTulip with you. We want to hear your thoughts. Give us a text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217 351 5357, or you can call us on the fan line 217 356 9397. And we go to the phone lines to open the show. And our good friend Simeon is with us out in Virginia. He says he's ready for bed. And I understand that was a bit of a sluggish game, and it's a little late out in Virginia. So, what are your thoughts on this one, Simeon? Hey, Evan, I had to be just leadoff man today because I got to get some sleep. <laughs> and, and uh, Mike, um, I enjoy I, I, I um, enjoy your commentary on the, uh, I think it's the Illini Inquirer. I wanted to mention that as well. Thank but, you. Uh, Appreciate anyway, Frazier uh, was the man, and uh, I'm glad he did what he did, and he's on our team. Um, when I, I – I had faith this whole game that we were going to win this game, even though we 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 went through some anxious moments. Um, Coleman got into foul trouble, and um, when we went to the second half, I was hoping that um, uh, Coach Underwood was going to bring him in a little earlier than what he did because I just felt like Kofi needed some help on the offensive glass. You guys would have to tell me what the offensive uh, rebounding totals were. I, I didn't know what that was, but – we rode Kofi like a car running out of gas, man. He looked exhausted. So I was so happy for um, Omar when he came in and, and uh, did what he did. 
and uh, and played the way he did because Kofi just to me looked exhausted and uh, also he got hacked a lot. Um, but when you, when you're a big man, that's I guess what happens to you sometimes. Um, um, but overall, it was a team effort. I felt uh, really good about the way we did. And uh, in past shows, I have not mentioned that Omar can jump out of the gym. Some <laughs> of the blocks that he he has is just outstanding so i hope that he will uh grow from this and um we had some guys that didn't have their typical games and for us to win with not having our typical games is just outstanding yeah uh i agree on a lot of that a lot of good thoughts we uh, appreciate you calling in simeon uh we'll we'll let you get to bed and we'll talk to you again on, on friday after michigan all right tell all of those other guys i said uh uh uh, ILL and uh, tell Steve I said hello and some of the other guys as well. Will do. Thanks, Simeon. And, and yeah, I, I think from the start you saw Kofi was tired before it even got going on those free throws where he just didn't have any legs and he ends up 0 of 5 from the line. Uh, the line I won the offensive rebound battle 15 to 6, and that's something that was a, a big key going in, uh, just knowing that Nebraska is not a, a really proficient rebounding team. So uh, they took care of it there. And, and yeah, once again, Trent Frazier doing it all, and, and Payne jumps out the gym. He sure does. <laughs> he sure does. And it's funny, the, the offensive rebounding numbers, the 15 offensive rebounds, I thought Nebraska did a pretty good job limiting them on the offensive glass in the first half. Mm-hmm. I thought it was limiting to one try and then getting out in transition, and I thought they kind of sparked their run to start the game. But, you know, he mentioned Omar Payne. It's, it's such an interesting and important development, him gaining confidence in this moment in this game, because if he can play even – 75, 80% the way that he played tonight mm-hmm. in, in those minutes where he spells Kofi, this this team just kind of hit another notch, went up another notch. They really did. And, and I think it's so important when you come down the stretch, you need to see the emergence of certain guys. Last year, it was Jacob Grannison, almost at the same time at Penn State. Yeah. You know, like he, he finds a way to kind of get involved. And earlier in the year at Mizzou last year, you, had, you couldn't even play him, Jacob Grannison. And then he ends up being one of the more important pieces for you on this team and I think Omar Payne can turn into that too that's not to say you're going to play him 25 minutes a game but in the 12 that he plays if he can be that efficient this team is going to be really really hard to stop and then you mentioned Trent Frazier I mean what more can you say about him the calming influence that he is and uh, just you know I thought at first he was forcing some shots tonight some long 19 20 Mm -hmm. footers that weren't even behind the three-point arc and then he finds a way in the end just to kind of ice it on the free throw line and then hit these shots, uh, big, big shots, the three to put him up 10 and, and, and put the game away. So, man, uh, you don't want to get to the morbid side of it where you think of life after the Frazier, Williams, <laughs> Grandison, but and Plummer. But, man, while we have them, it's just – it's the reason why you're five and oh, it's the reason why you're you're twelve and three right now heading into Michigan. You're not gonna I, I don't know if there's ever gonna be this many fifth year seniors on a team. So uh yeah, definitely gotta enjoy them while they have them. I was trying to see when it when Frazier kind of turned it around because yeah, in the first half his shooting numbers were not great and, and they were just, they were getting pushed around and that's you know the continued trend as we've seen is other teams just come ready to go physically and the line I let him push him off on, on offense and Frazier is the one guy who can get downhill consistently and, and wow he 
oh no, that's his second half. He shot five of eight in the second. He shot four of ten in the first half. But but once Trent is the guy who who gets things going, then the offense starts to open up. Obviously, you know, with, with Kofi and all those things. And just to go back to to Payne real quick, as a texter pointed out, he was the best plus minus. You know, take that for what you will. But they, they definitely looked the best tonight when he when he was on the floor and Hawkins plus sixteen as well. And you've just seen Payne's confidence growing. It, it was. Earlier in the year, it, w- it just looked like he was trying to find his way. We, we knew he was going to be essentially the backup to Kofi, right? Like you said, you know, those 10 to 15 minutes when Kofi's not on the floor, what can he do? And he started to show it on the defensive side for the last couple weeks, and they started working that pick-and-roll game, and, and same kind of thing. He saw that, that three-footer go in, and I think he got confidence. He goes to the free-throw line, knocks a couple down there, and it just keeps building off of that. And that's what I wondered when we were talking to Scott Ritchie during Sports Talk, and that's where we've been looking is – Who's going to provide off the bench when Kofi's not in, when, like tonight, when Plummer and Grandison don't have it going? And we saw Hawkins provide the energy that he has been, and, and he did it again tonight, and then Payne finally stepped up. So just, just things that you love to see as this team continues to, to grow and, and figure out what they are uh, through this Big Ten season. And in the moment, too, in the moment in which he did it. I think, think back to last year when, when we played Baylor, Right. And Georgie had that massive first half. Yeah. Okay. And then you think about in the in the Big Ten tournament, Georgie had another stretch, but it was like a, a twelve to nine minute mark in the second half. This was the last three minutes of the game. Yeah. In a game that you know you can't drop. And Omar and Coleman Hawkins, be remiss to not mention Coleman Hawkins, the way that he came in, his his tip to make it sixty nine, sixty seven. Look, when Kofi checked out of the game, Payne and Hawkins had six points to key that 9-2 run, and Omar himself had two blo- or two rebounds and a block in, in four minutes, and Hawkins had five rebounds in the final four minutes. So, you know, I'm looking at the numbers now, and you see four blocks in 10 minutes of action. I mean, extrapolate that to a 40-minute game. You're talking about 16 blocks in a game. It's just it's incredible production in the, in the 10 minutes that he had. And, and, look, he may never get more than 14, 15 minutes in a game, because Kofi gets 30 like he did tonight. Mm-hmm. But if he, like I said, if he can do that in those moments, gosh, you, and, and Underwood mentioned it, we might have found something with this, with this lineup, with that length and the switchability and the versatility. And, and, and I think that's something that in moments where you feel like you're hitting a snag, putting in that particular lineup, because mm-hmm. let's, be, let's call a spade a spade, Kofi was not good in ball screen coverage tonight. Defensively, he was, he, he was not good. And... Maybe it was maybe it was just sluggishness. Maybe it was, you know, being a little bit tired and gassed. But but he was a non-factor on the defensive end. So seeing the contrast of when Payne was in there, it gave them a real spark. So I, I I'm I'm happy as heck for the kid. And then the four for four from the free throw line as well. I mean, it's 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 pretty hard to have. <laughs> it's I guess you're hard pressed to find a better ten minutes than that. Very efficient, just uh, everything he did on the defensive side, as you said. The team, as a team, the Illini end up with eight blocks and six steals. Four of those, of course, from Trent Frazier and the 10-point win. Oh, we we want to hear from you on the phone line, 217-356-9397, or text your thoughts on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. we got to get to our MX Electrifying Player of the Game, and we have one vote already in on the text line for that, and we'll get Mike's thoughts. Uh, MX Electric wants to be your electrician when you're in need of electrical service for both 
residential and commercial needs. Call 217-359-7293 to schedule your project and relax. Call Max. Um, Mike, the, the texter says it's Trent Frazier for the player of the game. Um, I, I had kind of already selected my highlights for Trent Frazier as the player of the game. As we kind of mentioned, he was the one who, who got the offense going, and we know what he does on the defensive side. So that's where that's where I put my vote. Yeah, and we talk about Omar Payne. We talk about Coleman Hawkins, and you're happy for both of them. But the player of the game, there's no question. There's no question it's Trent Frazier. <laughs> there just is no question. You look at 9 for 18, 3 for 6 from 3, knocked down 8 of his 10 free throws. But I love just the way that he's accepted these point guard duties, and he doesn't play outside of him. You know, he doesn't play outside of himself. Mm-hmm. He plays within himself and doesn't try to do too much. And you look at five assists and one turnover, that's exactly what you want out of a guy that's not necessarily, this isn't naturally his position, right? He's more of a, a scoring off guard, but has shown that, like I said, he is that calming influence. And I thought with the way that they were pushing out their pressure and, and really making Illinois start their offense at 27, 28 mm-hmm. feet, Trent said, hey, if you're going to guard me all the way out here, I'm just going to take it all the way to the basket. And he had a couple and ones and a couple free runs to the basket. And that's when you look at the nine for 18. I thought he took a couple tough shots. We talked about it. You know, those like 19, 20 footers that aren't necessarily high percentage shots. And he missed them. But you'll always shoot 50% or better when you're getting six layups right at the <laughs> rim. So uh, his aggressiveness, both offensively and defensively, I think was was the difference in this game. And, and you look at, once again, he played 40 minutes against Maryland. He plays 38 minutes tonight. He's just the, he's the cardiac wow. kid. And I know, I, and this is what upsets me about it, is I originally had the record for the mile run at uh, on the Illinois basketball team. I ran a 448, and I've been yeah. told that that was now beaten by Trent Frazier, who wow. ran a 445 uh. mile. So... <laughs> You know that that's where the cardio comes from when you see this kid playing 38, 40 minutes. That's a that's a pretty good mile from a basketball player. You know, it's obviously a, a you know you got to be conditioned for that forty minute game, but it's completely different running a mile versus a sprint. So, wow, hats off to the super senior Trent Frazier running super fast miles and getting our MX electrifying player of the game. Frazier inside to Coburn. On him is Andre. Out top to Trent for three. Go! Trent Frazier buries the three and blows on his left hand. <laughs> Eight to shoot. Frazier on the left wing. Pulls up for three. Yes! Uh-huh. Trent Frazier gives Illinois its biggest lead of the night and their first double-digit lead at 77-67 with under a minute to go. The I almost covered, but not quite. They still get the double-digit win. Trent Frazier, 29 points, shot 50% from the field, five assists, only one turnover, four steals, plus eight, and he gets our MX Electrifying Player of the Game. More calls, more texts on the way, Fasters, etc. cetera, post-game show. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. How well do you know your insurance company? Uh, well, I know I pay each month, and I'm covered. Okay. Are you sure you have the best rates? Do you have the right coverage for your needs? Are you paying for things you don't need? Well, I haven't actually talked to my agent. I I just assumed... Talk to a real person. Talk to someone local and see the difference. Myers Insurance Group is local and independent, and we're always here to talk. You are not a number. You're family. Myers Insurance Group. We work for you. 
When there's work to do, ground to break, earth to move, and a reputation to uphold, you need the durable Kubota RTV-X. Built with half-ton capabilities, industry-leading heavy-duty features, and a cargo bed that easily transitions into a second row of seating, the RTV-X is North America's number one selling diesel utility vehicle. Visit your local Kubota dealer and test drive one today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Berkey's at 2202 South High Cross Road in Urbana. What's Casasa checking with Prospect Bank? It's like adding points to the scoreboard for being a good team player. Open an account online at bankprospect.com, member FDIC. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. The conversation about today's game continues on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Join in by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Williams tend to shoot to Goody. Swinging right side, Plummer for three. Got him. Oh, Plummer with that quick trigger. Plummer. Drives under the basket, kick in the corner, right corner, Frazier for three, and he got it. And he's just tied DJ Richardson for third all time on the Illinois three point made list. Yeah, almost forgot to mention that Trent Frazier passed Mike's former teammate DJ Richardson tonight for number three on the three point shooting list. Alfonso Plummer added in nine, there was his one three pointer from the first half as the Illini win it. Move to 5 0 in Big Ten play. Fasters, etc. Post game show. Evan and Mike with you. Dave helping us out behind the scenes. And I uh, got a lot of text messages here and, and kind of a, along the lines of, of that highlight there. Uh, 217 texter said, if I can find the text, as I said, there, there were too many. Oh, yeah, it said, uh, what a great game by Trent along with Payne. We do not win the game without these two. And. It wasn't that long ago that we were getting these texts, and it was Kofi or Plummer, or really early in the season, and it was Coleman and Grandison, or the occasional game where DeMonte, you know, just does it all. It's, there's a number of guys on this team that we know can step up on a given night, and when Kofi's, you know, just getting beat up down low or, or Plummer's not finding his shot, uh, there, there's other guys there that can, that can pick up the slack. Well, it's a sign of a really good team, right? I mean, when you go down the line and two of your more important pieces tonight being Omar Payne and Coleman Hawkins, both guys that are reserves, they mm-hmm. don't start. They haven't played, uh, you know, a ton of minutes. Coleman Hawkins plays 12 minutes tonight, Omar Payne 10. You know, that's the way you get it done, and that's the way, you know, that's the way you win these games because it's not always going to be the Kofis of the world. It's not always going to be – it's not always going to be Trent. You know, mm-hmm. there's going to be another game here probably in the next five games or so where – Trent needs one of these other guys to step up, and they will because they've each guy has shown that they're capable of doing that and, and capable of doing it in big moments. So, um, like I said, it, it really is a sign of a good team. Uh, 309 texter says uh, they see why uh, Bryce McGowan is a projected 
first round pick and, and yeah I mean the dude can jump out of the gym he, he's at, very athletic and, and he knows how to get to the free throw line um, and those are those are all skills that you need to be at the next level and they got they got shown it here today I mean uh, for for as much talk as the bigs in the Big Ten versus the guards this year the guards are, are really showing out here recently I mean from from Murray to Ivy to McGowan I mean there's still plenty of guards in, in this big man league well it's funny you have the big men that that kind of get all the attention but the higher draft picks are actually going yep. to be these the Johnny Davises the Keegan Murrays and uh and some of these other guys the Jaden Ivies who's probably going to be a a top 10 pick as well but Bryce McGowan's I mean you saw the athleticism on display at the end of the game with the dunk on pain <laughs> but you know Demonte Williams is as good of a defender as he is I, I don't want to say he struggled against Bryce McGowan's because he, he did have some certain stretches in the first half that I thought he kind of shut McGowan's down but this is a guy that's six seven, two hundred pounds, freak athlete. I mean, those guys are really hard to keep in check. And I thought he that three that he hit early kind of got him going a little bit. And you see how freakish he is getting to the basket. So you know, to keep a guy like that in check, this is what we talk about before the game. Nebraska isn't just completely devoid of talent, mm-hmm. you know. And now you got Bryce McGowan's, or, or sorry, his brother Trey McGowan's coming back here soon. This is a team that's going to end up playing spoiler at some point, oh, and yeah. you're you're glad to get them out of the way right now. And their schedule doesn't get any easier coming up here. So you know, I, I'm interested to see kind of who they knock off because I can almost guarantee that in the next four games, I think they have Purdue, they have Indiana, they have. You know, a couple other teams. Ohio State and Wisconsin. Ohio State and Wisconsin. Yep. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them knock off one of them. I don't know who it's going to be, yeah. but maybe one of them. At least one of them. They they played Michigan State pretty close a, a mm-hmm. couple weeks ago, as Brad Underwood talked about. They they almost took one from Ohio State, and uh, I thought there was a, another one that they played tough. But And that, and that's the difference, you know, when we were talking to, to Scott Ritchie in the pregame. They've just had so much turnover since Fred Hoiberg's been there, and, and the Illini showed that their culture and their chemistry, that's that's what gets you a 10-point win on the road when you're down by 12 or even trailing with less than five minutes to go. And Nebraska's got enough athletes where they can play spoiler and all those sorts of things. Uh, a texter asking, and I think you said it, they're – Two and six, two and seven there in Lincoln since they've joined the Big Ten. I, I mean, it's just kind of what they do. Even even back when uh, Coach Miles w- was there, and um, but but the Illini uh, they come through here tonight for the win. Let's I think go my back. Junior, I think my junior year is forty four, forty three in Lincoln. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's always a weird game up there, and and uh, so tonight was really no different. Where you kind of. Are questioning like, are we gonna pull this out? And then, and then, you know, they they lay the hammer down because exactly what you said, right? You know, this is a, a stable group of seniors <laughs> against a team that just really doesn't have an identity and has guys that have talent. But when you keep playing and they struggle with this over the years, they can't execute at the end of games. Mm-hmm. They can't. They struggle to find a closer. They struggle to find someone that is at that calming influence. That Trent Frazier, and it was on display tonight again. If you just kind of keep chipping away, eventually they'll kind of hand the game over to you. It's just on you to take advantage of it. Even even a, a fully loaded Illinois team last year, right before Io went down after getting smacked in the face, took them overtime, and they only won by four. But the Illini get the double-digit win here tonight. Let's go back to the fan line. Call in 217-356-9397. Steve's down in Kentucky. What do you say, Steve? Hey, guys. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, five and zero in the Big Ten. You, you know it's uh, it's hard to beat that. First time since two thousand four, two thousand five team that we've been five and zero in the Big Ten. So uh, 
that's definitely something to to hang your hat on and you know even as kind of as rough as we played tonight at times uh it's a great feeling to to be able to come out with a win uh, especially on the road uh mike welcome to the show uh love your, your comments and your, your commentary you're, you're kind of feel like you're the Trent Meacham of maybe 20, uh, 21, 22 season here. That's a compliment. I appreciate that. <laughs> but, uh, and yeah, impressive uh, there on your uh, one-mile run. That That's pretty awesome. Yeah, but, no, thank uh, you. Thank yeah, you. I, yeah, I'm just running for my life. <laughs> DJ Richardson told me my told me my freshman year to, to try to keep up with him, and I said, all right, man, we'll see. And on the third lap, I thought, you know, I was learning, looking around trying to find DJ. <laughs> Left him in the dust. Yeah, yeah where are you at? <laughs> right exactly yeah that's awesome but yeah i i i agree with you mike that uh you know as much as maybe kofi struggled on the offensive night tonight uh on the offensive end i thought it was his defense that just for whatever reason he had lead feet tonight just must have been tired and a couple other things it was one of those games and you know omar Payne was like exact opposite i mean just i mean his timing that he can do on block shots is, is extremely impressive with that length and um so what he brought tonight uh which Kofi was lacking uh was huge for us and then Coleman Hawkins as well I mean mm-hmm. I just thought his all of his plays on, on especially on the offensive rebounding uh were all absolutely huge and I'd love to see him get more minutes you know what I mean I think he said he got 12 minutes tonight yeah but it, it's it's hard. I, I don't know what Brad does. I mean, who are you going to take minutes from? I mean, because you got Granderson, who brings so many things to the table. Demonte, Plummer, you know, Frazier. I mean, who are you going to take your, your, those minutes from? And, and it's got to be a struggle uh, for Underwood because, you know, what, what do you need more of in what game? You know, do you need some more offensive rebounding? What, what do you need? Um, and it, if Plummer's not – shooting very well from outside you could see where Coleman was subbing in for a plumber a lot uh, or at least that's what he seemed like he was doing on his rotations the second half so um, yeah I, I will be interested to, to see how, on how that plays out here in the future because I feel like we should give him more minutes than, than 12 um, for a game and, and just the way he's playing and the energy he brings eight rebounds in 12 minutes that's that's awesome <laughs> Yeah, you're right. And I think the problem is at times when you get your second foul with 12 minutes left in the first half, that's that's what ends up being the issue where, you know, I think Jacob Grandison, when you look, he's he's averaging 24, 25 minutes a game. So 35 is is well above what his average minutes are. And a lot of that is because, you know, Coleman Hawkins wasn't it wasn't available in the first half. So I, I agree with you. I, I think finding ways to to creatively put him in situations, I actually really like that combo of Coleman Hawkins and Omar Payne, and and, and I think it worked out well tonight because of the, like I said, the switchability defensively and the length, and the way that they have activity. You mentioned it, you know, Kofi lacked activity in the ball in ball screen defense, and part of it is when he's guarding a non-threat in the post, he tends to just sleep mm-hmm. down there and camp out mm-hmm. and not get as involved. And you still need to find a way, especially in drop coverage. If you're in drop coverage, you need to make the ball handler feel you and 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 second-guess the decision that they're about to make. But if they just go straight downhill and don't even think about picking up their dribble and just want to go right at you, 
that's where you run into trouble. And I think that's what Omar Payne did really well tonight is he made you second guess. And then when you did shoot it, he sent it into the third row. So, <laughs> you know, I, you're, I think you're exactly right. Finding those, those, those minutes for Coleman Hawkins, especially if he's going to produce the way he did tonight with four offensive rebounds in 12 minutes, it's, it's really efficient. Exactly. And he would have had, uh, Omar would have had five blocks tonight if uh, they would have called that foul on DeMonte at the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah. Hey, thanks, guys. Great show. Um, I'll be, uh, you know, coming up uh, this weekend for Martin Luther King weekend. Uh, I'm stay with the folks and, and go to the Michigan and Purdue games. So hopefully Michigan doesn't duck us again. <laughs> um, uh, surely, if uh, they don't announce it by tomorrow, we'll, we'll play the game. But uh, who knows with these Wolverines? But uh, yeah, great show, guys. And uh, let's go, Illini. Yeah, hey, thanks for calling in, Steve. And, and yeah, we'll see. I, I'm st- I'm trying to stay positive and, and hopeful that Friday's game happens because yeah, this is this is when when the 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 schedule ratchets up as you've got uh, Michigan, Purdue, a return trip uh, to Maryland, and then Michigan State all in the next four. So uh, looking forward to all that. And, and before we get to our peak and entrance beyond the expected moment, something that, that Steve was kind of getting into, and maybe it, w- it it took a game like tonight where it worked having Hawkins and, and Payne out there to to start to show, okay, depending on the matchup, maybe we can start throwing this group out there. It's what we saw a lot of last year. Some games, Adam Miller would have 20 minutes. Some games, he would have 30. And then you would see, you know, a a change in Hawkins' minutes or or Georgie's minutes or Grandison's minutes. And that's another good thing about this depth is that there's a lot of good players and a lot of different types of players that they can mix and match in different things and – the more athletic teams that they face where, where Kofi or you might want to switch some of those one through five kinds of things where, where Hawkins and, and Payne can stay on the floor makes the Illini even more dangerous. I, I think you're exactly right. And you, you mentioned the depth, right, and how great it is to have depth, to have guys in those moments. But I, I'll take it a step further as well and say the culture. Because if you don't have guys that can accept coming out at the end of the game, Right, like that. You see Kofi there at the end when Payne's shooting the free throws. You know he's not he's not pouting. Oh, I'm out the last four minutes of the game. No, the the guy that came in for me is balling out. Exactly, and that's and I think that's what ends up happening. There's coaches that worry about that, and if you don't have good kids, and if you don't have guys that just get it and understand that it's about the collective and it's about winning these games then maybe they don't sub Kofi out. Because if Kofi's a problem and he's a kid that you're worried about carrying this over and having an yeah. attitude in practice, then maybe you keep him in there. And the way he was playing defensively, maybe you don't pull that game out. So I think him – I almost like give credit to Kofi for accepting it and being a good teammate sitting there on the bench. Um, but obviously it's it's not ideal. You want him to be in there yeah. in those moments at the end of games. I actually was thinking at one point, I, I thought they were going to go hack a Kofi. At one point, really, like it was a one-point game, and yeah. I was like, I was like, if you're Fred Hoiberg, why not, why not send him to the line? And so I almost think there may have been some somewhat of an element there where you're taking him out of the game because he's over five, over five from the free throw line, and they don't start start hacking him a little bit. So you know, but but credit him, man. He 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 did a great job staying in, staying locked in. Because hey, if that game ends up going to overtime, you probably want Kofi back in the game, yeah. and hopefully he's still engaged. So. That's what happens with with great kids, great teammates, and um, I thought that was on full display tonight. 
So uh, our peak in insurance beyond the expected moment of the game brought to you by peak and insurance. Don't fall behind early in the game. Build up a solid lead against the unexpected with peak and insurance. Visit peakandinsurance.com or contact a peak and insurance agent to start defending your assets. And uh, he's kind of in the talk of the post game, although he didn't get the player of the game um, unexpected with his eight points and his four blocks and just down the stretch it has got to be our Omar Payne, if I can get that out. Yeah, absolutely. I think when you watch what he did at Florida and his length and his athleticism, how many lobs they threw him, how he protected the rim, it was like that was all on display tonight. Mm-hmm. Everything that you envision Omar Payne being, because here's the thing, I think tonight was maybe the first night, and maybe some Illini fans will agree with me, tonight was the first night I could see him potentially being a center of the future yep. for, for Illinois yep. right? in certain moments. And I'm not saying – it may not be starting. It could be starting, or it may not be. Maybe twenty-five minutes game may not be. But you could see glimpses tonight where he could be a guy that's playing the five, pretty you know, pretty solid minutes. And you're not there. You're not worried about mm-hmm. him. You know, he's using his length. He's flying around. He's keeping balls alive in the offensive glass, and and he's blocking shots, and he's a factor defensively, and he's knocking down free throws. <laughs> like that was that was so encouraging tonight to see that. So. You know, kudos to the kid, and, and you. And I think you and I were talking. I forget if it was on air or off air, but you extrapolate his four blocks to forty minutes, and it's oh, sixteen yeah. blocks. I mean, it's insane. It's insane that type of production in that amount of time. So, um, man, hats off to the kid, and and I'm sure they gave him a hero's welcome in the in the <laughs> locker room, and rightfully so. Hopefully it's not this way going forward, but tonight our peak in insurance beyond the expected moment was all of Omar Payne. Down the lane, McGowan's over Payne, blocked his shot, and Omar Payne takes it away. The eighth block of the night for Illinois. And man, when Omar's been in there, he's been pretty good. 67-65, Illinois by two with the ball. Frazier, top of the key, lobbed to Payne for the slam. How about Omar Payne? With Kofi on the bench and the guts of the game, the game on the line, Payne with a slam. And that was all she wrote. Nebraska never got back within six. Illinois wins it by 10. Omar Payne, eight points, four for four from the free throw line with five rebounds, four blocks. Pekin insurance beyond the expected moment. We've got more texts, maybe some more calls if you ring us in here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Did you know most workplace injuries are due to slips, trips, and falls? Regardless of the cause, make sure your employees are covered by workers' compensation benefits from Pekin Insurance. Pekin also offers a nurse-on-call program to help assess workplace injuries and how to handle them. And their loss control plan helps prevent accidents from happening in the first place. Learn more about the benefits for your business and your employees at PekinInsurance.com. Our parents have always been heroes, but when they begin to show signs of memory loss, we have to be the ones to save the day. Autumn Leaves of Savoy offers compassionate memory care in a cottage-style setting that feels just like home. Their inspired connections programming nurtures the complete individual, honoring their unique life story to provide meaningful moments of joy each day. And with Autumn Leaves' family-first focus, you can be confident that you've found the best home for mom or dad. Learn more today at autumnleaves.com. Hey, Illini fans, thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow! 
thing. You know how hard it is to leave the best player in the country on the bench? Yeah, the last that, three or four minutes, that's right? Not, that's not easy. And I mean, oh, Kofi was tired. Yeah, he was. And, and um, it's not easy to leave that guy on the bench, and yet... I, we missed nothing, and uh, that's that's a, such a positive sign. And and you know Trent, he's an elite lob catcher. We all know that. And but his defensive presence and uh, his his rebounding and you know sticking his nose in there to get fouled, uh, all was a big 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 part of this win. All aboard the pain train, says two one seven texter. There's head coach Brad Underwood. Talking about his two stars from tonight, Omar Payne. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. I mean, Kofi Coburn still had a double-double. He was still a, a menace and the reason why the offense really got going in the first half. And uh, But Brad talking there about Payne and Frazier and their efforts tonight in an Illinois win. Evan Kahn, Matt, my, Mike Latulip, Dave Leak, we're all here. Fasteners, etc. post-game show. And I uh, want to give a shout-out to an 815 texter who uh, appreciates the coverage and, and says that they've been listening to us uh, recovering in, in, the, in the hospital here over the last three weeks. So we appreciate you listening, and we wish, wish you a, a speedy recovery. Um, a lot of texts here uh, say, says they're improving daily. We, we love to hear that. Uh, a lot of love for Omar Payne. Um, very imp- this uh, 217 texture says very impressed with him being able to come in knowing they were going to attack him late and, and that's yeah that's a uh, also something that, that we've seen is that a lot of teams will go at pain because of what we saw in the first half and, and a lot of times he'll pick up a, a, some quick fouls and we've been seeing that with Coleman Hawkins uh, as well recently and then he comes back in in the second half and that's also what we've seen is he gets his feet wet in the first half. He comes back in the second half and, and seems to, to grow from it. And, and Payne just kind of, you know, he, he settled in and, and he knew how to move his feet really well there and, and not pick up those fouls in the second half. Trent was great. Hawkins was huge. But Omar providing the spark was big. Ah, here it is, Mr. Dave Leak. I'm glad I kept reading. They say, now let's go out there on Friday and make sure <laughs> Coach Dumpster Clown <laughs> remains winless against the Illini. I-L-L. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I I, I kind of like to take credit for some of the, the Michigan slander that we throw around here on the postgame show, but they brought it upon themselves last year, and uh, we continue to pile on. So we look forward to that on Friday. Um, more texts here. Terry and Clinton wasn't pretty, but came out with the win. Uh, that's what you call an ugly win, but 5-0, and oh, though. Good still to get the dub not playing your best game and that's what you're going to have to do in the Big Ten and that's we, we saw it early I think the Illini picked up some losses that people weren't expecting and they went into conference play with uh once again just more losses than they expected but nobody probably thought that they'd be 5-0 and right now and nobody expects to go 20-0 and here through the Big Ten season but uh, to get to 5-0 and as the you know the pluses and the minuses with the road wins and the home wins and all that Keep winning on the road. I, I think this is also the longest road Big Ten win streak for the Illini in, in almost 20 years as well. I, I mean, they just they just have those tough ways that that they know how to win. Yeah, it's the experience, right? And it's amazing going back to, you know, when this team started two and zero in conference, just two and zero. We're talking about the thirteen <laughs> fourteen season, the last time that happened. Now you're five and zero, and you go back to oh four oh five, and I think we all know 
what type of season that was. So, um, yeah, I know you mentioned it. I, I think this team, the experience, and I mentioned Trent Frazier ad nauseum as, as this calming influence, and it's the reason why. Like, that's how you win road games in the Big Ten. Go look at Michigan. You just mentioned Michigan. And I remember saying it before the season, I didn't understand the Michigan hype because they lost a lot. I mean, Franz Wagner is arguably the rookie of the year He's in the NBA. He's up in Orlando. Isaiah Livers, you know, like they lost Mike Smith. I mean, they lost. Mike Smith was they, huge. Huge. And the way he navigated ball screens and what, what he brought defensively. And now you look at a team that's pretty much full of freshmen and Hunter Dickinson and a couple transfers. It's hard to win with those with those types of players, the younger players, especially in the Big Ten and especially on the road. So that's why you see this Illinois team, and that's why they've been able to be so potent on the road, right, in these different environments. And, and you know, it's the nights that you kind of appreciate having the guys that you have, especially mm-hmm. the seniors. Uh, just a, a, <laughs> a text here says, can't be too upset with Kofi for missing those free throws with the, the manic screaming in the arena. <laughs> Something that we heard here on the radio broadcast. Uh, there was a screamer, but uh, it didn't affect Omar Payne, so uh, maybe it was a, a little more in the legs for Kofi tonight. We go back to the fan line, call in 217-356-9397. Our friends up in Peoria, Simeon's already gone to bed, Steve, but what are your thoughts? Hey, wait, first of all, Evan, don't, don't, don't uh, okay Simeon to go to bed. Don't tell him to get uh, after he calls, he can go to bed. I don't care what time it is in Virginia. Uh, and matter of fact, when, I'm, when I get finished with this call, I'm going to call him myself. But I'm gonna tell him you told me to call. Hey, no, hey, no, no, don't wake up, don't wake up. A let sleeping men lie, or how's that man, saying go? Simmy, never mind. Simmy's <laughs> probably going to work late tomorrow, but never mind. Hey, Mike, welcome to the show. Appreciate uh, it. Hey, hey uh, Evan, but I, I want to know uh, what position you play now because now you brought in another combo guard, which is to work another good shooter, and he can dish it like Trent. So, Evan, what are you a pure point guard? What's the deal? We we run this like oh four oh five. There's 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 <laughs> two to three point guards on this team. Uh, I like it. I like it. I like how you roll. Okay. Hey, um, like 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 I was telling my guy Dave there, um, and and, and uh, Mike, you know this. You know, any win on the road in the Big Ten is a, a a good win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evan, I told you the other night ago. I, you know. Nebraska, if we don't come correct, we're going to have mm-hmm. some problems. And, uh, you know, we started out kind of slow. And giving Nebraska credit, I think uh, Horberg does a good job. He runs some good sets, you know. Uh, but hey, we pulled it out. Uh, Mr. Mister Payne, that Payne was good tonight. It's good to, <laughs> good to see. And uh, uh, Coleman Hawkins, you know, starting to play with a little consistency. You know, I think, uh, uh, you know, people are talking about they want to want him to play more minutes, which, which would be good. And I think with uh, – the teams we have coming up on our schedule, uh, we're going to maybe need to go a little big, but it's all about matchups. But those guys have to, you know, be consistent. And uh, like I say, Coleman Hawkins is putting it together. And uh, Payne has put a couple good games together. So hopefully, you know, they're finding their niche, their role, and accepting it, and, and let's go. Now, you know, uh, Kofi, <laughs> hey, Mike wasn't talking about Kofi. His time in the mile, he's a big man, you know, <laughs> and uh, – the other night ago, what he played all 20 minutes in that uh, second half. He, yeah. play, you know, Kofi plays hard, and he gets beat up every night. So uh, I, I can understand him being a little fatigued tonight in those legs, getting an ice bath, getting ready for the big weekend <laughs> coming up. But uh, so yeah, understandable. But like I said, the other guys pulled through. Uh, Trent, 
what can you say about him? Oh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll use one of his favorite words. He was incredible tonight, <laughs> you know. And, uh, Evan, you know how I fear the, uh, the uh, Illinois kids who play against us. And I uh, mentioned Verge the other night ago, and, and he, he can go off. But I thought Trent made him earn everything he got tonight. You know, and, and toward the end of the game, he seemed like he was a little frustrated because he started running mm-hmm. his mouth a little bit. So uh, we got to give Trent a lot of credit, both ends. He plays both ends hard, uh, gives us what we need offensively, you know. And, uh, hey, it's a good win, okay. We'll take it 5-0. and Let's move on, bring on Michigan uh, if they – Show up, whatever. We know how that will go. So, so, so our next game will probably be Purdue, so that's okay. All right. So, okay, Evan, so uh, uh, tomorrow is a big day out in Oregon, and uh, hopefully my son will play the podcast for the girls tomorrow when they wake up. But tomorrow is Hannah's third birthday, so I want to oh. wish Hannah a happy birthday for the podcast so she can hear Poppy wishing her a birthday on the radio. So uh, thanks for having me on, Mike. Good to have you. Stay with us. And, uh, Evan, I'm getting ready to call Simeon right now and put the blame on you. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. He's from Peoria! There's our, our man Steve in Peoria. Um, well, happy, we'll bir- s- happy birthday to Hannah. Yeah, happy right. birthday to Hannah. Uh, ho- don't know if she's listening live right now. It's still a fairly early, uh, I don't know, for a, for a three-year-old, I guess it's a little late. So uh, <laughs> she'll hear it in the morning. Happy birthday to Hannah. Uh, Simeon, don't be mad at me. I don't think you're going to go back and listen to the podcast, but uh, we'll, we'll talk uh, after that game on Friday. And uh, yeah, uh, that's a, a good point uh, for, for Verge Jr. Uh, he, he played tough. Uh, Trent played him tough the whole game. And uh, those guys from, from Illinois, they, they continue to, to play the Illini very tough, 14 points, nine assists, but five turnovers, and, and that was big. And that's something we haven't really gotten into. Um, it was just really late in the, in the first half when there was the, those four or five turnovers there in the last four or five minutes, but the Illini really took care of the ball well tonight. They yeah. did. They did. And that's going to end up being the story because when you have – we talked about early in the season that offensive rebounding percentage and how important that is. Right now mm-hmm. they're number one in the country – at 42.8 or whatever they're at. And I think tonight, you know, they they missed 35 shots, okay? They got 15 offensive rebounds, you know, 15 divided by 35. I mean, it's it's again, Pretty it's close. 43%. <laughs> it's 43% again. So, and only having two in the first half. So, you can credit Coleman Hawkins and those guys, but the turnovers and limiting those turnovers are so important because there aren't going to be nights where you shoot you know, and make 13 threes, okay? So that the offensive rebounding and limiting those turnovers, that's that's how you're going to continue to get through this Big Ten schedule when those different pieces of your offensive and defensive game aren't there. I mean, that's that's kind of the stabilizing force. The reason why Wisconsin, who's number two in the country in turnover percentage, is doing what they're doing right now because they've found ways to stay in games because they don't give it away and they don't give you easy, you know, easy transition buckets. We got to get to our keys to the game coming up next. We're getting close to the end here on the Fasters Etc. Post Game Show. News Talk 1400 FM, WDWS, Champaign Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS, Champaign Urbana. More to come. How well do you know your insurance company? Uh, well, I know I pay each month and I'm covered. Okay. Are you sure you have the best rates? Do you have the right coverage for your needs? Are you paying for things you don't need? Well, I haven't actually talked to my agent. 
I, I just assumed... Talk to a real person, talk to someone local, and see the difference. Myers Insurance Group is local and independent, and we're always here to talk. You are not a number. Your family, Myers Insurance Group. We work for you. When there's work to do, ground to break, earth to move, and a reputation to uphold, you need the durable Kubota RTV-X. Built with half-ton capabilities, industry-leading heavy-duty features, and a cargo bed that easily transitions into a second row of seating, the RTV-X is North America's number one selling diesel utility vehicle. Visit your local Kubota dealer and test drive one today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Berkey's at 2202 South High Cross Road in Urbana. Best of luck to all the players and coaches during today's game. This is Angela Carr with Prospect Bank. Go Illini! Hey Illini fans, thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow! Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. It's the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show. You can weigh in on today's game by calling the First State Bank Illini Fan Line, 217-356-9397. Or texting the Castle Heating and Cooling Text Line, 217-351-5357. Now to Grandison, high-low, catch by Kofi. Hello for the slam, and the whole basket shudders after he slams it in. High-low, Grandison inside to Kofi, put it up and in. Steady diet of that. For a couple buckets from Kofi Coburn in the second half, very symmetrical game. Eight points in the first, eight points in the second, ends up with 16, and go along with 13 rebounds as the Illini improve to 12-3 and three overall here as we're... Uh, Getting close to the midway point. Uh, Friday would probably be that uh, at game number. I, I can't do math. We're not at the midway point. I don't know. Faster is a post game show. Evan Kahn, Mike Latulip with you. And uh, a 217 texter says Kofi had a double double and people are acting like he had a bad game. Reality check, Illini fans. Let's not start to underappreciate double doubles. No, we're not saying Kofi had a bad game by, by any means. And, and I am. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so maybe to his standards, right? Like, like yeah. This, the, I know the goalpost moves, but you're talking about a national player of the year, and yes, I understand. You look at the stat sheet, and you see 16 and 13, but the ball screen defense, you know, just he didn't have it tonight, and and that's not that's not to shame the kid because <laughs> you know not everyone has it every single night. But when you have the expectations that he has, you're held to a different standard. And I think anybody, including Kofi, would tell you that, you know, it wasn't his best game tonight. No, and, and when your best is still 16-13, to 13, uh, I mean, it's just a, an embarrassment of, of riches. And so, yes, we, we are enjoying Kofi Coburn as it stands right now. And there was a, a text earlier. I don't know where you stand on this, Mike, but... Um, with the way that, that Kofi's playing, and as we just said, a, a down night, 16 and 13, and he's in that National Player of the Year conversation, he, he's he's kind of definitely positioned his way out of Champaign-Urbana after the season. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess, but the, the thing right now with Kofi is that if you go and look online at all these draft boards, he's not on it. So it's true. There, I'm not saying that there's a there's a chance that he comes back, and I'm not saying that there's he's for sure going to leave. I, I don't know that information, but I do know that you know right now he's not on that radar as an NBA draft pick. But me personally, like I would, if I had a pick between 45 and 60. I would take a flyer on Kofi yeah. Coburn, and, and I think Io's helped in that to where, hey, maybe there's certain things that don't project, but you're talking about the kit. Like, you're drafting the kit, mm-hmm. and, and he works hard, and he has and he has a – he really values his development. We mentioned that with Io. When you're a guy that values your development, the cream rises, and you'll find a way, and, and you'll, you're coachable, and I think that's – Kofi has those same things that Io has, and you see the type of success that Io's having. When I think a lot of people thought he was going to spend some time with the Windy City Bulls this year, and, and he's he been, ain't going there. Yeah, and he's been an <laughs> integral part of this team. And and again, he Io has another good game tonight. So I think Kofi is cut from that same cloth to where, hey, you know, let's let's sign him to a two way deal, right? He can sp- split some time in the G League, and and also get you know some real NBA action under his belt. And I know we're we're projecting way out into the future. But but truly, I mean, I, let's see. You know, you don't have to spend a, a lottery pick on the kid. Right. But I, I would absolutely, if I was an NBA front office, say, hey, what do we have? You know, and I think you've seen over the years that as much as you want to say, okay, this works in the NBA and this doesn't work in the NBA, let's qualify these guys in and out. You got to see first, you yeah. know, because I think there's certain things that he's added to his game, the facilitating out of the post, um, you know, stepping out to 15 feet. Um, but he's been able to, to stay and do what he does best. And I think that's what's been the most impressive about him. And I always mention Brooke Lopez, and I've probably mentioned it before. Brooke Lopez at Stanford, interior presence with his twin Robin, mm-hmm. and that's what they did at Stanford. He came into the league his first six years, he shot three three-pointers <laughs> total. He shot three three-pointers. So it's not to say that in order for you to go into the league, then when you're a rookie you got to start chucking threes. You can still do what you do and then continue to just improve like he does, like he has since his freshman year. Yeah. I, I don't know. I know I can be a little long-winded about that kind of stuff, but but I, I think Kofi's the type of kid, and it really is about the kid, that, like I said, values his development and, and can really surprise a team, I, I think. And you just put him in the right situation like Io is, and I think you'll be surprised with what you get. That's a that's a really big flyer to take, uh, like you said, especially yeah. in that, that 45 to 60 range. Recently, I was bored, and I was just kind of flipping through the last five or, or ten drafts, and you look at a lot of those names, 45 through 60, and they're not even showing up on NBA rosters. That's what they do down there is teams take shots on guys, whether they'll come overseas or they'll pan out or, or those sorts of things. So, And, and there's still a, another, as I still try to do math here, I mean, there's still another 16, 18 games plus uh, you know, a national stage uh, in the tournament for, for Kofi to show out and, and all those things. So, uh, well, it's going to be the NCAA tournament, yeah. I think, and it always is. With all, Denzel Valentine, mm-hmm. when they went on that Final Four run, Travis Trice even got some NBA looks. If you play well on that stage and you advance, the draft stock goes up. It just it just <laughs> always does, and the, Kofi's no exception. Uh, a couple more texts here before we get to our, our keys. Uh, Tom out in California says he got to watch the game live tonight. Love to see that. And, and also listen. That's even better. Says, hello, always great show. Um, been listening for eight years and says that 
uh, too many times have walked into Nebraska and come out with a loss, but uh, Illinois gutted it out with Frazier, Hawkins, and Payne bringing it home. And uh, I thought there was one more. Oh, yeah, and an 801 texter says, uh, was a game... They were at the game, actually. Uh, Was never in doubt, but these games at Nebraska, Rutgers, and Penn State... (laughs) <laughs> never never gets old yeah uh, like you were saying these are these are those places that'll that'll lull you to sleep if you're not ready the fans the arena just playing on the road in the big 10 it'll 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 get you and if you know you you don't step up and have the veteran guys and do all the small things right uh, you don't walk away with the win but the Illini did tonight our keys to the game brought to you by Hickory River Smokehouse for real Texas barbecue it's Hickory River Smokehouse dine and drive through pickup order online at hickoryriver.com and brought to you by Hickory Point Bank I, I kind of gave a, a little bit of my keys to the game away but uh, what are what are your keys mike going up going moving forward here for uh keys keys in this game that that led to the Illini win yeah well I think ultimately you mentioned the the play of Trent Frazier but I I think you always keep tying things back to the offensive glass they generated more opportunities for themselves in the in the second half and I thought you know the big the contributions from Omar Payne and Coleman Hawkins were, were absolutely key in this game there's no question about it and and I think one name that we haven't mentioned because he only played six minutes I really liked the minutes that Luke Goody gave mm-hmm. in this game. I thought he was really solid defensively and um, had a really nice block on the defensive end as well. So all these guys, all these guys that came off the bench and contributed tonight, I thought did it in big ways. So I, I would throw in the bench as a whole as a major key for this game and then the, that kind of senior leadership. And you mentioned those threes that were hit at the end of the game. It was DeMonte. It was Trent. It was Grandison. Yeah. You know, like those were all massive, massive kind of back-breaking plays for Nebraska. And I think that's what ended up kind of turning the tide and and really permanently putting the game in, in Illinois' favor. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. Uh, I would say my, my first key was, like we've kind of alluded to, that defense in the last four minutes. I think the Illini forced four turnovers, and they scored off of at least three of them, if not all four of them. And, and those are those winning plays that you have to do that Nebraska didn't do. I mean, I mean, they brought it back close. Um, what was it? The the Frazier... Frazier made a three, and, and then Payne did the block, and he came down and dunked. That was still that was still a two point game with less than five minutes to go, and then they stretched it all the way out. So I, I thought those were big, and uh, just Trent Frazier. When we've been looking all year for who's the guy that's going to step up for this team late, and, and I think Plummer's still trying to figure it out. Um, you know, you you saw that towards the end of the first half where he lost where he was at on the court and he stepped out of bounds, you know, going back to the Arizona game where he gets the five second. And, and you know, this is this is a different level than playing in the Pac-12, playing for Utah, not playing it in these big kind of games. And Trent Frazier has been there. This is his fifth year. And there was just a point where he realized I got to take things over as far as the point guard and handling the offense. And I thought he did that really well. And that's what led to the win. I think you mentioned Alfonso Plummer too, and I wanted to make this point, is teams are starting to scout a little bit, right? Like you're not the guy that's flying under the radar anymore. Mm -hmm. You've seen what his success and how that ties into this team's success, and especially when you go single coverage on Kofi down low. Like that's deliberate. That is more, hey, we'll take Kofi scoring 24 points and getting 12 rebounds. We just don't want these shooters getting going because once Grannison and Plummer get going, it's really hard to beat this Illinois team. Just like Purdue, 
Wisconsin, you know, they went in there and said, we're not doubling you. Mm-hmm. Okay, like we're going to dig a little bit, but we're not getting Sasha Stefanovic, who in my personal opinion is the X factor for Purdue, right? You know what you're getting from Ivy, you know what you're getting from Edie, and you know what you're getting from Williams. But if all these other guys get going on top of those, mm-hmm. what those guys do, that's when it becomes insurmountable. And the same goes for Illinois, right? You know what you're getting from Kofi, right? 16 and 13. Trent, <laughs> you maybe not get 29 every night, but you know he's having a good game. So now if you go, you know, Granison has 12 points. Okay, so those are the three guys, and you have Plummer. But you know, if if Granison and Plummer and 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 Demonte Williams start getting towards double figures, it's impossible. It's almost impossible to beat this Illinois team the way they're constructed. So you take away those things, and you say, "Hey, Kofi, no, take 18 shots." Okay, like we'll, we'll we you know we like Walker down here, and he'll be tough. But man, I'm interested to see moving forward if more teams do this and say, "Hey, let's take away these shooters and see if we're in the game." Because the reality is. There's going to be teams that have better players in Nebraska that still do it, what what they did to Illinois tonight where they go single coverage on Kofi and, and it's more you know it's more imperative for this Illinois team to guard the way they guarded in certain stretches of this game to combat you know maybe some some lulls offensively if they do go single coverage. Those are our keys to the gra- keys to the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank with roots right here in our Champaign-Urbana community. Hickory Point Bank invested and by Hickory River Smokehouse. Coming up on last call, get those final calls and texts in here. Fasteners, etc. Post game show. There's nothing better than real Texas barbecue and no better place to get it than Hickory River Smokehouse. Every cut of beef brisket, turkey breast, pork shoulder, and on-the-bone chicken are rubbed with a signature spice blend and infused with real hickory smoke for a juicy award-winning flavor. Add one of their famous sides and it's a meal. Open for drive through takeout, dine-in, and caterings. And don't forget, you can skip the drive through line and order online at hickoryriver.com. Can't wait to see you at one of the Central Illinois Hickory River locations, Urbana, Decatur, Springfield, and Peoria. Hi, I'm Dan Marker with Hickory Point Bank. Champaign is full of businesses run by hardworking entrepreneurs. From family-owned shops and restaurants to companies with hundreds of employees, local businesses are making a positive impact in our community. We get it. We understand local businesses because we are a local business. There are no faceless corporations that make our decisions. We make our own, just like you. You're local, we're local, and we're all working to make our hometown an even better place. Hickory Point Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Life is to be enjoyed. You shouldn't have to spend a minute worrying about your insurance coverage. Your independent Pekin Insurance agent has you covered with auto, home, business, and life insurance. They also offer RV and motorcycle coverage, high-risk auto policies, identity theft resolution services, water and sewer line breakage coverage, and more. To request a quote, visit PekinInsurance.com or call your local independent Pekin Insurance agent today. Hey, Illini fans, thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow! If there's anybody out there in the country who thinks they're Trent Frazier that's in high school wants to come play at Illinois, I'm going to take you because uh, that little sucker, and he, he asked for a timeout late. I was running, trying to run a play for him. He goes, Coach, just give me a quick one. And... Uh, but, you know, he does it on the defensive end. He does it on the offensive end. He made the right passes. Uh, one turnover. One turnover, 38 minutes, and, and, and really was the, was the maestro out there tonight. Big-time players make big-time plays in big-time situations. And that's what Trent Frazier is. And he wants the ball. 
We like that confidence. And he knocks down the shot, which makes it all the better. As Eli and I win it back here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show with Mike and Evan and Dave helping us out as well. Coming up near the end, get your calls in 217-356-9397 or text the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. I, I'm just going to wrap this all up into one because this latest text is about the sixth time we've been asked it. And uh, it's a Corbello question, but it's in a, a different form. Uh, it's not when's Corbello coming back or what's going on. It's what the heck happened there when he was standing up on the sidelines and uh, as I get the replay from the internet feed there's like a 30 second delay so I can hear what happens and then try to focus in to see what happened on the TV I couldn't I couldn't see it they were shooting free throws Corbello jumps up and he's walking halfway down the bench and Brad walks him back to his chair and he ends up talking for a couple minutes it sounds like he jumped up at another point in time but uh, I, I have no idea what he was seeing there. So in the moment when I was watching it, what Curbelo was upset about was one of the Nebraska players that was standing on the free throw mm-hmm. blockout threw his hands up as Trent Frazier was about to shoot oh, okay. it, which is illegal and you can't do that. Right. And it should have been a you know a, a, I guess a violation. And there was no call. Trent made the free throw, and that's partly why. Typically, they, what they do, especially on a lane violation, you know, if you step into the lane accidentally, if they make it, then it's, they just don't even call it. Yeah. But if they miss it, they call and bring it back. It's like when Gordon Hayward stepped into the lane when Kobe mm. was about to sh- make his 60th point that last game. He stepped in on purpose just in case Kobe missed, missed it to it. get another shot. So same type of thing, but this obviously upset Curbelo because he's just still in game mode. And – a little bit odd the second time the ball got thrown to him and he – the announcer was saying that he launched the ball, and I, I didn't see that. I don't know if he took a shot or – I, I if, thought I had heard that he might have taken a shot. If he took a shot, it was that would absolutely be a technical. So I feel like he didn't take a shot or maybe he faked like he was taking a shot, like the little <laughs> Carmelo Anthony gif where <laughs> yes. he like stands up and then – so, I don't know. I, I mean, I think he's itching to get back. That That's the biggest thing right now. I think he wants to get back mm-hmm. on the court and kind of release that competitive energy. And, and, yeah, the engaged part, and that's what we noticed. You know, Texters have asked in the past, you know, he was dressed to the nines again wearing his glasses. He's got the, the pink shirt out there. But he's definitely still with his team. I mean, he's traveling on the road to Nebraska. I, I don't know how that always works with injuries, but sometimes guys travel and, and sometimes don't. But he's been traveling to, to all these games. And uh, as well as Trent's looked, and the the difference between Trent being – you know, his 10 to 12 point a night and uh, more like the freshman, sophomore point guard Trent is when he's getting to the lane. I'd still like to see him bring back that floater. We haven't really seen him throw the floater up there very much the last couple, three years. It's either the three-point shot or getting to the rim. But um, if Trent's doing that and then you get Corbello back and he's ready to go, um, this this team uh, – if it's not look out already as we start to see different guys step up here in the late season, uh, I'm still looking forward to to getting back Andre Corbello. Yeah, I, I think ultimately this team is in a position where you look at their ceiling and their ceiling is high, just as as is right now with who they have out there in these last you know 10 games or so. But I still truly believe that their highest ceiling is with Andre Corbello. Mm-hmm. I do believe that, and that's – I know people – you can go back to the Marquette game, you can go back to some of these other games, but we watched it all last year, man. Like We watched it all last year, and we saw in big moments, especially in the Big Ten tournament, he plays 80 minutes, 
and he turns the ball over five times, mm-hmm. handling the ball a ton, made big plays at big moments, hits the shot in overtime against Ohio State. You know, like that's that's a guy that's he's not afraid of the moment, and sometimes that can scare you a little bit. Right. Um, but you know, I, I think Trent has stepped up in a sense to being this this closer. You know, but I still think Andre Corbello, when he does come back, there's going to be instances where he is keying that those offensive sets at the end of the game, and you're using Alfonso Plummer as maybe a decoy coming off screens. Like, there's a lot that you can do that you maybe weren't thinking about at the beginning of this year. Because I think if the second game or third game of the season, or maybe even Marquette, you're talking about Alfonso Plummer shooting a game-winning shot, you're like, ah, I don't, I don't know yet. <laughs> but now you you're, you can get pretty on board with that. So I think with Curbelo. I would imagine maybe it's the next couple games that he that he does come back, um, you know, and you ease him in. I think you do bring him off the bench. Uh, I think that's the most natural progression right mm-hmm. now. He did it last year and he did it really well, um, and he was kind of that spark plug. So that's kind of the role that I see him in. Uh, it just remains to be seen, you know, what his conditioning is like. What is he in game shape? And it's easy to run on a treadmill and and do all the things that they do, but real game shape is different because mm-hmm. there's a there's a there's a psychological aspect to it too that can wear you down so you know I, I'm interested to see him come back and I think this team will continue to kind of hit their apex when he does indeed indeed um oh oh yeah I was just gonna say kind of to to the text you know this isn't Kofi's bat or, or a bad game from Kofi as the microphone falls down on, on Mike over there and uh yeah those, those couple games that we saw uh, of Corbello earlier this year might have been his worst games, but we know that players aren't always their best game, and they're not always their worst. That's why we usually look at averages. Somewhere you know, in the guys, yeah, guys are, the middle, are, are typically sure. somewhere in the middle. So, is he going to be five turnovers in eighty minutes? Maybe not. Is he going to be eleven turnovers in twenty-eight minutes? Probably not. So, you get somewhere in between on top of that. Uh, things are going to be good for this Illini team. Okay, uh, we're going to hit refresh here on the text line, give one more look at the phone line, and we'll get ready to wrap here on the postgame show. From Cozad Asset Management and Jay Downey from the Downey Group. Championship teams are strategic on offense and strong on defense. This is our game plan for your financial future. Grow your wealth using personalized investment strategies with Cozad Asset Management. Protect your wealth through industry-leading life, disability, and long-term care insurance services with the Downey Group. The Cozad Downey Alliance creates a team you can trust with your financial future. We've partnered together to serve individuals, multi-generational families, and businesses in this community for all of their financial planning needs. Are you positioned to experience financial growth? Are the futures of your family and business secure with proper insurance protection? Grow with COZAD, protect with Downey. It's time to plan your winning game. Call me today at 356-8363 to get started. Securities offered through M Holding Securities, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA and SIPC. COZAD Investment Advisory Services offered through COZAD Asset Management, Inc. COZAD Asset Management and the Downey Group, Inc. are independently owned and operated. As your family grows, so does your responsibility to protect them, even if you're suddenly absent. Pekin Life Insurance Company offers a transitional life insurance policy that provides a high-level life insurance benefit during the years you need it the most and ends with a guaranteed paid-up policy that will be there for the rest of your life. Learn more at PekinInsurance.com or call your local independent Pekin Insurance agent about flexible and affordable life insurance today. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. 
Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say, let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. Yeah, and he's so good defensively. I-O, no I-O, I can't stand Michigan. <laughs> All of my homies hate Michigan. <laughs> I am in for a dog fight tonight, boys. Yeah, I might have played a a self-highlight there because we're getting ready for Michigan here coming up on Friday. Fasters, etc. post-game show. Michael Tulip, Evan Kahn, Dave Leak with you. A uh, couple texts that uh, I kind of skim-scam through and I want to get read here. Shout out to Brenton Belleville for texting in. Says that he doesn't always label his text, so I want to give a shout out to him. Um, I might have read this, but it's still nice to point out says a nice win this is a game that Illinois would have lost in the past I I think if you go back you know even just two years and definitely three years ago Illinois definitely loses this game but uh, they've turned the corner there so thanks for that text Carl in Forsyth and uh, was there one more that I didn't read maybe not so so now it's on to Michigan, as the Illini are 12-4, and 5-0 and in Big Ten play, as we said earlier, first 5-0 and start in Big Ten play since 04-05. This is the longest road win streak since combined 04-05, and this also goes back to last season for this uh, Illini team. So same kind of thing, it's just the, the continuity and the building of the culture and the chemistry, and it's just stacking on top of each other, and and this team just is getting better. Uh, you know, you can't take what happened in Game 3 or Game 4 and project it out over the whole season. This Illini team is getting better. No question. And and I think I always like to, to say, you know, how do you measure a team? Is it where they finish in the NCAA tournament, right? Is it where they finish in the Big Ten? And, and I always keep going back to it, and anyone that's heard me talk at some point has probably heard me say this, but did your team grow, right? Did they grow? And – when you look at November and December and then you look at March and April or February, March, if it's the same team, that's typically not a good season, right? It's either, you know, the bad seasons are either, hey, you look like the same team or you've regressed. And, and Illinois over the years, they've shown that they continue to grow throughout the season and they especially grow in January. Like January, in my opinion, is the most important month because it really separates teams. Yeah. It becomes the dog days. Practice, you kind of get on autopilot. Practices get shorter. You start really diving into conference play. So, you know, this is a really good chance for them to be 5 and So you kind of have a head start. But if you can put together a pretty solid January here, you're going to position yourself pretty pretty dang well to, to maybe go and capture a regular season title. Yeah, I, I thought this was the longest month, but it, it's basically the same. Seven games this month, eight games next month. This is going to this is gonna decide the, the season for you. Um, <laughs> something funny I, I saw, we mentioned earlier, Io Sumu still being a, a big-time player in the NBA, played the second most minutes on, on the Bulls tonight in a 50-point win or something like that. But the the note on the NB, NBC Chicago uh, byline, did you see this? Yeah. <laughs> it gave Iowa stat line, and they also say he he knows a little something about beating Michigan, and uh, that he does indeed. Although the last time the Illini faced Michigan, it was without Io. It right. was up in Ann Arbor, and they blew him right off the court. So um, 
So they've done it without I.O. before. We know this is a, a completely different Michigan team than, than last year, and they're only a game over 500. they They're coming off of a pause. So this is, this is where the Illini can really, I, I think, make that statement that they've taken that next step, getting ready for Purdue. We're, we're here to take the Big Ten. It's not necessarily like a bragging rights rivalry like it is with Mizzou, but it's mm-hmm. it's building and it's trending that way. <laughs> so I think you really can't play the record, right, when you well, go into yeah. this game and you can't play the pause. Like this is going to be a team that's that wants to get this win. I'm sure that <laughs> whole team has been listening to Hunter Dickinson talk trash about Illinois. This whole like they've had this whole entire pause to do it. So I'm sure that's all he's been talking about in the group chat or wherever they've been practicing or in the locker room so they're going to be ready to go so this is another test I mean it feels like every game is a test in the Big Ten right and in different ways so I think this one especially so you know I I would I would expect to see a a pretty rejuvenated Michigan team after this pause they probably needed a pause honestly uh, with the way things were trending and maybe it's a reset and you hope that they don't come out like Illinois came out against Minnesota so um I'm glad to be there live, hopefully, on Friday. I'm not even sure there's been confirmation that the game is happening. Like, I mean, it's, it seems like it is, it's, but It's is happening it until it's not happening. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, like like I said, this is – it remains to be seen kind of what Michigan team shows up, but I'd imagine it's going to be an inspired one. Look forward to it. Brad Underwood said last week after the, the Maryland game, still no orange crush, so so bring the rowdy, as he said, because, yeah, I imagine uh, even w- when Michigan hears that crowd, they'll probably get into it as well. So um, as I, I check the text line and I look down at the phone, it, it looks like we're, we're out of thoughts, so uh, I, I think we'll call it. Sound good, Mike? That sounds great. All right, your great. your first post game show is in the books. In you, the books, you survived it. What it, a blast! It was a win though. So, yeah. so we'll we'll come back maybe after a loss. Hopefully, the loss doesn't happen until sometime next year. But um, one and zero, one and zero with, with Michael the post game show. So, thank you very much. Appreciate having me on, man. Yeah, give him a follow on Twitter, Latulip underscore Mike. You can follow me as well at the Real Econ. Thank you all for tuning in, the ones who called, the ones who texted, and just the, the ones that, that listened. We appreciate you all. Thanks to, to Dave Leak as well for, for helping out behind the scenes. We'll be back for Sports Talk tomorrow. Game day on Friday starts at 6, 8 o'clock tip. Then we'll be back here again after the game for the Fasteners, etc. postgame show. So we look forward to all of that. Everybody have a good evening. We'll talk to you later. The preceding program was an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1493.9 FM WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations.